welcome to the Expedition One podcast. This is the first episode. It's kind of a bit of a test episode, but this will be our first episode of the podcast. We are going to have it on video and audio as well. This episode, we are going to be talking about basic product development that we have going on currently for the 2021 year and uh, some of the things that are affecting that, that are affecting production, things like that, things that we're going to try and do to speed things up, to get the product out to the people as fast as humanly possible. And some of uh, the stuff that we're excited about doing that uh, that's yeah. going to be coming along. Uh, with me is Sarah Fonsbeck, which my name, <laughs> by the way, is James Fonsbeck. I'm the um, the uh, owner, founder, designer, all of that stuff of Expedition One, and uh, we're going on our 17th year yeah. of of this party. But yeah, with me is the my Expedition my One lovely party. wife Sarah. <laughs> she is. Uh, Sometimes you might call in, you might get to talk to her on occasion. Um, but she's, uh, she's flanking me this time. She's working with me on this, on this one to help me, uh, get through it. So anyway, say hi, Sarah. Hi. Yeah. All right. You, you introduced yourself as Fon, Fonsbeck and me as Fonsbeck. Yeah. So, what, so Fonsbeck, so really <laughs> Fonsbeck is, it's like Ariana Grande and she's like, we always said it was Grandy. You know what I mean? But I you did know, not like, know that about yeah, her. Yeah, no, that is like it was Grandy, and then it was like, but you know, her cool quite to make it sound good. It's Grande, grande. right? So it's like, ooh, yeah. Fonasbeck. So Fonasbeck is it's probably the actual way you're supposed to say it. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. Danish. Remember that time when we were at Snowbird? We were at Snowbird, and some lady that was totally Russian uh, that was uh, checking us in said it like perfectly. It yeah, was like, yeah. it was pretty awesome. So yeah. Fonasbeck is probably our stage name kind of yeah, thing, okay. right? Whereas, Sweet. whereas our Utah redneck kind of <laughs> thing that exists. Fonsbeck. Fonsbeck. Yep. Fonsbeck. So anyway. Now you know. I do like Fonsbeck better. So maybe we should just, I don't know, maybe we should make a switch. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Enough chat. Enough, enough chatter. Let's get into it. Okay. So let's talk first about COVID in 2021. 2020 was an insane year. It was crazy. One of the craziest years I think we've had on record. A um, lot of orders, and I think everyone has kind of experienced what I What I see, it seems like just about everybody's in a similar spot. Yeah. Order volume's really high. Um, there's scarcity in a lot of different things, material, um, uh, people, yeah. uh, employees, mm -hmm. stuff like in that. In our neck of the woods. In our neck of the woods. Yeah. We've had some scarcity issues trying to get people in uh, to work. Um, so it's been a tricky year. Yeah. It was, it was a great year, but it is, it's across the board. Everyone we talk to in the industry, our suppliers and, and likewise, you know, mm -hmm. are experiencing really similar things. And it's interesting how it's, it seems to be sort of delayed, you know, mm -hmm. where people feel like, oh, you know, we're moving past this, but you know, it's just that domino effect that's just now starting to hit in some places and things that have just kind of been slowed way down has caused that mm -hmm. to still still be, to a, still factor. be a, a factor yeah. Yeah, yeah i know like we didn't really have through 2020 we really didn't have any too many issues with material we had a few spots where it was just like we had pauses where we mm -hmm. couldn't get the material but the pricing mm -hmm. was pretty good but um you know whether you're building houses or you're making bumpers man your materials prices have doubled mm -hmm. in some cases quadrupled right 
That's scary. Uh, in some cases that you're four times the cost for like mm -hmm. a, a two by four or something like that, mm -hmm. which we don't use a lot of those. So thank goodness. But yeah, <laughs> yeah metal, metal prices have gone up significantly. A lot of things have come into play that have made it uh, very interesting. And that's just in the last probably three or four months. So um, just something to be aware of out there. So that's caused some scarcity issues and allocation. That's a, that's a word that's being talked about quite a bit now. Mm -hmm. Uh, is um, material resource allocation. That's why the price is going up and they're they're doing limiting stuff like that, which is we're still fine. I mean, we're, we'll we'll get through it. And I think from where I've talked to, it's you're going to have a kind of a correction or a settling probably third quarter. And they think a lot of it it's associated with the mills that are producing the material shutting down and um, mm -hmm. not being operating. And now that they're up and they're operating they're just behind yeah. by a lot. And yeah. so um, in certain instances, it's kind of like there's also speculation associated with uh, uh, politics and the election and everything like that, right. that there's some holdback. But I, I think really you'll see everything correct because I think a lot of it is also that a lot of movies, money is being allocated in different areas because a lot of people are spending money on goods rather than travel mm -hmm. and and things like that. So I think uh, I think you'll you'll have kind of a, a little bit more of a, a balancing yeah. once we kind of see an end to COVID or see it kind of uh, the lockdowns kind of dissipate and right. people getting out and being able to travel more. Right. Yeah. Definitely a focus on that outdoor recreation. That's where we kind of saw a big boom of folks getting into that that maybe weren't <laughs> before. And uh, hopefully that's a lifelong passion though for, mm -hmm. for people who are maybe just turning to that that, that haven't so much in the past that they're really excited about spending time outdoors. Yeah, I really, I really hope that is the case because we've seen a lot of growth in the industry, particularly when we're talking about overlanding, overland type camping and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good thing. I just think the more that people are experiencing the outdoors and enjoying the outdoors, uh, the, the better. I mean, it's, it requires a balance, right? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not about uh, going out and you know, making trails where they don't belong and everything like that. And anybody that's been doing this kind of stuff for a long time, I mean, I've been off-roading for over 20 years now, right? Um, yeah, been off-roading for a while. Um, 25 something years. Anyway, um, anyone can remember going on trails and you see these weird things, these trails that are still open. You go back to these trails and these little spots where, you know, over time people are trying to avoid a puddle or do this or do yeah. that or going up a hill and it's just getting nastier and nastier. And it's just because, you know, a lot more people traveling on the trails, a lot more people unexperienced on the trails. Um, you know, sometimes it's better just to go through the puddle than worrying about your truck getting muddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Rather than making a big, huge, wide carve out of, uh, you know, that's, yeah. that's four lanes wide that isn't necessary. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So there is definitely a balance. And just there's more volume of people out and about, like there for sure. Is. Yeah. Campsites. Yep. Booked places that we go to at odd times of year that we would think, oh, no, no one's, one's going to be, be out there. And then what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly there's like 15 it's people in one crazy. spot. And you're like, how does that work that everybody decided to come out here? Yeah. And you're out in the middle of nowhere. These aren't like, these aren't to be clear to anyone listening. These aren't like, uh, camp spots and national parks, that kind of no. thing. This is like, we are, we are, there's no service here. We are three hours from civilization. <laughs> there's nothing around. Yeah. And there is tons of people camping out here. What is going on? Yeah. So 
Yeah. It's it's interesting, but it's not a bad it's thing. Good. You know, it's, it's a good, good thing. But it's you gotta kind as, of as long as people are being respectful spots. and yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's not a bad thing. We're yeah. happy. We're happy for it. Definitely. So okay. So product development. Product so we kind of talked a little about COVID and what's going on there, and and so for for us we we're moving. We we keep going. We you know we're good, but things have taken longer. Definitely, like some of our suppliers. Of, of parts and components or services that, you know, we contract are backed up, you mm-hmm. know, they're backed up cause they had their shutdown period or, you know, a lot of us are small business owners and we, we don't have backups for backups. So when you have an employee out for two weeks cause of a mandatory quarantine, mm-hmm. that's, that can really like set you back because yeah. you don't necessarily have a dedicated person to cover that. Yeah. Which we had several times during this whole, this whole deal we had, yeah. Uh, people that, um, yeah, even though they didn't have COVID, right. It was like, sorry, you know, or they, they lived with somebody yeah, that had COVID or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it's like, sorry, you, you know, until you bring us a test. And so we Can had people back. out yeah. quite a bit, yeah. but Just I mean, being nobody really, actually, we had one, did we have somebody? Oh, we yeah, had one person had one. was diagnosed, yeah. which he was fine too. I was, yeah, the thing. He, yeah. He was like asymptomatic. He had no idea. It was just like his, yeah. Yeah. you know, his roommate got it. So he went and got tested and he was like, oh, I guess I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah. So, but that's how it goes. So we, yeah, we were being really cautious about, obviously we don't want it to spread through mm-hmm. our staff because that would be horrible. That would be bad. So, yeah. um, anyway, we were fortunate in that sense, but you know, we had the delays like anybody else and our suppliers, mm-hmm. are, you know, a lot of small business owners that that's, that was kind of the reality for them is just, everything has been slowed mm-hmm. down. So the other challenge between, though, yeah, yeah. I was going to say between that and you know, the, the super busy year and, and mm-hmm. sort of the turn to online ordering online and well, outdoor it, focus. Plus like the unemployment thing where oh, it's yeah, like when yeah. they did that and it's like, they did like a $600. I can't remember if it was like bi-weekly per cha- per paycheck or whatever it was, but they did like a $600, uh, thing where they, um, added on top of that to somebody's unemployment. Yeah. I mean, you had people who are just some- like, Eh, I'm good. Yeah. I literally just didn't work for six months, and you in could, certain areas we can find people if we we're like, hiring. We couldn't find them. Yeah, just no, so nobody. It was hard to find people because so they're making staffing, more money. Yeah, you know, staffing so. shortages between yeah. not being able to find people to, who wanted to work and people being out. Yeah, but we've had some processes, things in process for a while now to try and speed up our fabrication. Yeah. We're doing quite a bit. We're adding automation. We're adding a lot of things that are, are moving things forward. Uh, we've done a lot of process development to where we're making our process quicker and faster. So we're just able to output more faster and, uh, we'll, 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 we'll keep doing that. Yeah. So it's that's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. That, yeah. that, that day when we have a much smaller lead time is one everyone mm-hmm. here looks forward yep, to we and are we're excited for working very that. diligently for that mm-hmm. that's our number one yep. yeah for sure so so on that note products on that note let's talk product development shall we just enjoy well, my delicious we should we should Zevia now soda. probably ask for sponsorship from Zevia because it will be we present probably should <laughs> almost every show Zevia You'll have sodas on my desk like every show. <laughs> so type two diabetes right here, kids. And uh, all controlled by diet. So yes, yeah. this is the goods. 
you have diabetes. Thank goodness for Zevia. Unless you like aspartame or that kind of crap, but I think that stuff's gross. So I'd rather stick with Zevia's natural. So I'll take a natural sweetener personally. Okay. So we'll just get that out of the way. There we go. Okay. So here's what we got product development wise. And I'm going to go by this. I'm, I'm literally going through my product development list right now. And that's what I'm reading from. So um, I'm going to turn sideways because it's easier because it's like kind of a wide list. That makes sense. But so a few things that are happening right now. We did just barely finish. Um, I have F450 bumper dual swing out for 41 inch tire. That weighs really a lot of pounds. Yeah. We did that. That's called the Extreme Duty. Extreme um, Duty. Now here's Our, the thing. That's a prototype. It's on um, Justice's. Justice's. Tiny Home Taller. Tiny Home Taller. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny Home <laughs> Haller. Say that. Say that to that's what you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you'll find Tiny them on Instagram if you want to check them out. This thing's F450 is huge. It's got these giant Michelin like military tires. Beautiful. They're truck. like 42s, 41, yeah. 42s. They are massive and they are very, 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 very heavy. So quite a bit than we expect. Usually like a 40, a 40 on aluminum alloy wheels, even if they're like a beadlock, it's like 150 pounds, right? Um, that's the max that you're going to end up with is right around 150, right? Maybe 160, right? These were up when we first weighed them. He had steelies. They weighed 220 pounds, 230 and we, they got that down to like 207. So uh, by doing an aluminum alloy wheel, but still really heavy. So he asked us to build a specific tire carrier. It's ultra beefed up tire carrier and we'll see how it goes, right? It's one of those where we did a lot of work, uh, heavier duty spindle hub assembly, much, much, much more boxing, thicker gauge. I mean, it's, it's pretty gnarly what we did. And uh, so far, so far so good. He did a little mm -hmm. bit of rallying, mm -hmm. which isn't we'll recommended <laughs> but um yeah just just a psa by the way anybody that's running our dual swing out tire carriers you bought a vehicle for the purpose of carrying a tire which i presume you're planning on going out and exploring the desert and everything like that you're not uh it is not like you're ivan stewart okay that's not where we're at here okay you are not iron iron man ivan stewart rallying through the desert on the Baja 1000. If you drive that way, it's not going to last as long as you want it to. Let's just put it that way. They weren't really designed for that. They were designed mm -hmm. to carry loads and obey posted speed limits and uh, recognize if you're on a nasty road that you shouldn't be beating the heck out of your car. Yeah. So yeah. just a There's quick a PSA. a different design element between the pre-runner pre racer yes. stuff and the overlanding gear. Mm -hmm. Different different focus different goal yes yep so, so different tr treated as such different please. design methodology yeah same thing with your roof racks and all that stuff if you want to drive your car like you stole it you might want to think about that stuff because <laughs> most stolen cars get pretty damaged <laughs> so if you're going to drive it that way just don't be surprised okay yes. just there we go glad we got that out, got of, the that way. out of the okay. way okay so I'm just going to seriously go on my list. So the way I've got it set up, what's on deck right now, I am actually working on quite a bit of sprinter stuff. That's what's happening. The 19 yeah. <clears throat> and newer sprinters, that's a big deal. I'm actually developing. We've got some roof racks that are already basically done and developed. Mm -hmm. Bumpers are in development. Uh, and uh, they're pretty much pretty much done. We're, we're right there. And uh, I also have a ladder that's on there. So that's pretty cool. That's what's happening. If you're a sprinter fan out there, that's coming. Um, 
So the new 2020 Chevy and GMCs, uh, we actually have one. You can't, I don't think you can see it behind me in the camera. Yeah. Right now, I just got a, a I got a taco behind me, but we do have yeah. one behind us um, that we are doing development on in the GMCs. Love something about the GMCs and the Chevys is they share the same rear bumper. And so hopefully this will also help us also get the development done for all the half ton stuff. Right now, this, we're talking three quarters on one ton uh, front bumper, rear bumper, but that should be available to see. They should both be available to see this spring sometime, um, but they're pretty hot on the development ticket right now. Um, let's see, what else do we got? I do have some of this, and, and by the way, if you are interested in product development, if there's products that we don't offer that we develop, um, just send us an email. Say, hey, you guys thought about making this, or I'm interested in that, or if you're on a, a, a forum or something like that, and there's stuff that people don't make a lot of product for, let us know and we'll see what we can do. I mean, we, we, we did the Nissan Xterra. We were, had no plans to do the Xper Xterra. Yeah. And um, we had enough people that asked and I was like, all right, you know, and there was a lot of people that are already making Xterra bumpers. So I thought the market was kind of covered, but I said, yeah, we'll give it a shot. And it ended up being a really good yeah. product line for us. Quite a few people love the bumper and we yeah. do a really good job with that. So, you know, we don't necessarily know, whereas in then other times we've developed product for something thinking, oh, this is going to be a huge market mm -hmm. and it's, it's not. So, so, um, doesn't always match. yeah, it doesn't always, but match. we do keep track of that. So if you do contact us, we'll, you know, put your name on a list and we kind of watch, wow, we're getting a lot of people asking for this. Like, let's, let's look into it more. Yeah. And then, yeah. So if you're in that boat and you have friends and forum members, whatever buddies that, that want product, that's, that's the best way to go about it. Yep. Yep. So, okay. And so behind me right now, I've got a, just, just. I'm not going to get into detail what we're developing, but, and we already have a pretty good product line for both the Forerunner and the Tacoma. But uh, one of the things that we're working on is a sensor relocation bracket um, for the Forerunners. So I think it was 2020, maybe it was mm -hmm. 19, it was somewhere maybe. in there. They started putting a sensor in there, but it's a really weird sensor, it's a big square one. Whereas most of Toyota's other sensors, they were just putting in the, um, they're putting behind the emblem, mm -hmm. right? Which is nice and clean and easy. Not sure why they didn't do that on the uh, on the Forerunner for whatever reason they didn't. Mm -hmm. So it sits underneath and it's kind of like a big boxy thing. And unfortunately, our original design was that's basically where the um, where the winch sat. So where at least the top part of like if you did an integrated solenoid winch, that's about where it sits. So we're going to develop a relocation bracket that's that's in the works right now so mm -hmm. people that are wanting to have that forward sensor uh will still be able to have it so that's being developed um i've got a tacoma behind me which we're also doing a little bit of development for i won't get into depth in that but some of it has to do with uh, i'll give you one little thing is we got some more rack designs coming for both of these vehicles uh that we're excited about um a little more a little more um overland driven and a little more, a uh, little more cost effective, actually, a little, little better pricing than our than our ultra rack. So something to be excited about. Okay, we also have. I know a lot of people are waiting on this, but the GX four seventy. We have a whole line of products that are in development. There's one just that way uh, mm -hmm. that you can't see in camera, but there's one just over here um, that we will be developing a whole line of stuff. There's also the GX four sixty front bumper for the. 10 to 13 that is in development i think you're going to hopefully see most of this stuff um sometime this spring uh 
probably probably by May. Uh, the most of the stuff that I'm talking about, you'll see all this by May. So let's see here. What else do we got? Uh, I think I've looks like I'm already done with it. I'll have to look at this. I developed Besides a lot of products, so I get really. Yeah. Besides busy. the stuff that we just don't have our hands on yet. Yeah. Bronco. Bronco. Yeah. Tundra. Bronco, Tundra, New Tundra. Um, and that's we don't have it because it's not out yet for nobody most of it, yeah. right? So right. nobody's got it. Right. So um, a few things that are that we're trying to get finished developing. So one thing would be the the Chevy Colorado. Um, they did some right. they did some design changes uh, in I think 2021 would be the model year design change. They look a little different, particularly the ZR2 is quite different. So we're doing some development on that. Um, at least the front front end, everything else, the the roof rack and rear bumpers and stuff like that are pretty much the same where is that truck what one <laughs> the colorado it's right there oh. it's behind this door behind i was me. just like it's not in its usual spot yeah no <laughs> it's it's over there so um we have too many cars in here we do have too many cars so yeah the colorado the yeah 2021 zr2 yeah there's a few products that we're working on with that um and we do have that vehicle so now I am going to do an episode coming up here pretty soon. I'm going to try and rope one of my friends into this episode because uh, he's a longtime friend and he's a huge Nissan fan. And uh, we both started with Nissans, right, as our off-road vehicles. We both started with Pathfinders. So we want to talk about some of the stuff that Nissan has going on and uh, some of the cool stuff that they're they're kind of doing. And um, there's rumors that Nextair is going to come back. I don't think so because they haven't confirmed anything. But... Um, we're going to talk more about the new Nissan Frontier and um, yeah, talk a little bit about it, possible development. So those are the, I think those are kind of the big things on the list. Can you think of anything else? Ram 1500, 19 Ram 1500. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's one. Well, that yeah, that one's close, really close. That one is so, very close. We've been on, working on that one for a while. Yeah. So the new Ram yeah. 1500 available for Rebels as well. Um, we want to do a TRX version, but TRXs are a little bit seldom seen right now. So since they're a little bit rare, we're kind of waiting to see how that goes. Right. But um, if anybody wants TRX bumpers. <clears throat> we do have a lot of people ask us about Trailhawk bumpers in the, the 2019 model. Mm -hmm. And so we, we unfortunately never had one come through on our last group buy, but mm -hmm. we're still open to doing that because we think the changes are going to be pretty minimal. And uh, we'll probably do another group by almost yeah. down the road. The trailhawks, so. the trailhawks are tricky. I'll just kind of tell you this right now. Um, they're aluminum, right? The bulk of the bumper is aluminum. So what's hard about that is that it's just there's more to the whole process in, in getting them done. There's multiple pieces, and the aluminum is more expensive, right? Yeah. This is how aluminum works. It's one-third the strength of steel, and it's one-third the weight of steel, right? So... And, and the Cherokee, the Cherokees are, if they're going to still call it that next year, but anyway, the Cherokees, <laughs> the Cherokees are, um, they're pretty, um, they're mostly a car now. Okay. So they were always a unibody frame of construction, but now they're like, they're way, they have, in my opinion, they have a lot in common with an all wheel drive car, mm -hmm. like more like a RAV4 or something like that, but they are a step up. And apparently as, as far as an off-roader goes, they are quite yeah. capable. So We've there's a lot of people cool that, yeah. yeah, a lot of mm -hmm. people that really like them. Um, 
So that's why we did our development, but we had to know that one of the realities is when you're going to add that much weight to the front end, you put a lot of strain on the suspension components and everything like that. So to keep the weight down, we went with aluminum. We thickened what we would do. Normally, I would probably have done 10 gauge steel on the outer shell um, like we did on the FJs. But this time around, we did um, we did 3 sixteenths aluminum. And uh, aluminum is just, it's a pricey material. Yeah. And it's pricey to process. It's uh, time and finishing and grinding is about three times that of a regular bumper. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though aluminum's softer, it's just that it gums up in the equipment a lot more. It's actually harder to, it can be harder to process. So aluminum's one of those where um, it just takes a little bit more time. There's way less margins. And that's why we have to run them in groups. And um, that's how that works. And we are open to doing a 19, like you were saying. Right. It's just a matter of, we need a 19. Yeah. Somebody wants to drop one off and for a bit for a while and yeah. let us do some, uh, not anytime real soon. Yeah. <laughs> we just finished a group by and we're we did. a little backed up on, on other stuff. But stuff, well, I mean, but if somebody, if somebody yeah. wanted to bring it by for development, like sometime we really, what we need is we just need it to kind of get our measurements and get our information off of it initially. And uh, that will often require taking apart the vehicle, but we uh, take it apart, get our information, and put it all back together, and and then you can have it back for a while, and then we'll get our development going on. So, yeah. is there anything I'm missing as far as product development you can think of? Not that I can think of. I'd have to look through my list. Yeah, <laughs> those are the big ones, though. Those are the big ones. Yeah. Okay. The, the Lexus, um, the Ram stuff lexus ram chevy yeah. gmc yeah some toyota stuff yeah some, yeah some expansion there and then yeah we're just excited for the new new stuff as it comes out lots of new cool stuff on the horizon mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that's that's it that's that's the, the bulk of it that's the bulk right there well and that effectively is our podcast which is a nice it's not very long podcast but we weren't going for long so we we're going for you. informative. <laughs> and uh, so uh, we hope to have more coming up soon. This is our first episode. We have more episodes in the works. There'll be Expedition One specific podcast. There's also going to be a podcast that we do with a different name. I'm not going to announce it right now, but um, it's a little bit longer. This one will be more of where we'll bring a lot of different guests on. This podcast will on occasion have guests. Uh, we're still going to try and keep it mm-hmm. a little bit shorter, but we're going to have guests talk about interesting topics that come up. And uh, then the other podcasts may also carry the same guest over into it, much longer conversations and uh, more interesting topics. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for chiming in, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. (laughs)